So on the continuing quest this month to find weird movies, I got a message earlier today from Dave. And, and uh, what did you tell me, Dave? Uh, I checked out that new musical, uh, Annette, with uh, Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. And so far, it's the weirdest movie of the year. And I didn't expect it to be a weird movie. I knew it was going to be a little quirky. But you got puppet children for the entire movie. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you had, a, you had a great quote, though. He's like, I think he's like, dude. I think I just accidentally watched the weirdest movie that I've seen this year so yeah. far. And I'm like, what? Well, I, did. I, <laughs> I knew I was going to watch a musical, but I didn't know it was going to be this far out there ha- weird. Had you watched a trailer before, or you just went in blind? Oh uh, no, I did see a trailer, and oh, it's yeah. from a and it's from a director who's done weird movies like Holy Motors. But I just I thought this was going to be straight musical, and it's kind of not. <laughs> um. I was trying to conf- to confirm how weird it was because I was like, oh, do I need to like immediately rush this to the top of the lineup or like what? Like, no. like is it interesting and it's a, a good story? I watched it on uh, Amazon Prime with two times the speed and I skipped probably every other scene. So I did tune in to see the wooden puppet representing their daughter. But then like the mom was gone and I was like, did she die? What happened here? Yeah. And, the- and it's a so- music like he said, it's a musical. They sing everything. Every time they get mad, they just start singing with typical musical style, I guess. <laughs> and like, yeah, and it's, it's, it's horrible like, lyrics, too. Like these like there's a song that's literally like we are in love so very much over and over and over. Not for like five minutes. I'm not even joking. The only lyrics are we love each other so very much. Is they, it a they sing the, they sing this while they're. No, it's sex. a drama. It's <laughs> really dark. It's kind of dark. Um, okay. Because I'm like, if it, that sounds hilarious to me. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of, if you have the right frame of mind, it is kind okay. of comedy. But it's, okay. like, they literally sing while having, they have a musical number while having sex. It's that kind of a movie. <laughs> so, well, see, now, right. now it sounds like people should watch it. That's yeah. You, you kind of, it's it, the whole movie. It's two and a half hours, and there's probably twenty minutes that are worth watching, and you can hmm. discard the rest. Is it like Crybaby almost? No, Crybaby is a masterpiece. I love it. Okay, no, no, I, no, I love Crybaby also. That's why I'm like, oh, I, well, if it's like that, I would watch it. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I'll give it credit. It swings for the fences. At least it's a movie trying something different. I just, uh, I just didn't care for it. Okay, it's an experimental movie, and like some experiments just don't work. I gotcha. Well, all I can promise on tonight's show is that we're gonna watch some weird stuff. And hopefully, lives up to everybody's expectations. And if you want to go watch a net, it's on. Uh, yeah. What Amazon Prime? It's it's got a huge divide. Some people love it, some people hate it. I'm kind of eh, leaning towards hate. The, the best song in the movie is uh is at the beginning, and I think they replay it later. Yeah. But it's like the song where the show's got to start, so let's start the show, which is adamant for now because we'll just kick right. in our theme song and we'll go. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the binge watches podcast. What they call that in the beginning is just two bit entertainment. Pressure your friend to tell a show story because I didn't really have anything good written down for the cold open. I was just like, it, my notes just say John starts the show. <laughs> so it's just, that's it. And you're like, uh,
Yeah. Send it to Dave. So, anyway, yeah, exactly. Like, let's just send put this in Dave's lap. Figure Good this luck, out, Dave. buddy. Yeah. You got big balls. Let's go. All right. So uh, tonight we're watching this movie called uh, Men and Chicken, which is um, wow. it's a weird title. It's a weird movie. So it's it's perfect for this month. I think this will be the penultimate. This will probably be without a doubt, like the one that qualifies as the weird movie of the month. The other ones based on your taste could seem weird or not weird. That's my problem too with these movies is I'm not a good judge because my, my filters are a little bit off. Right. Cause mm-hmm. like I'm li- desensitized. Right. I watch a bunch of crazy stuff. And also I noticed the shows that we covered this year, a lot of them could have been in this month's right. lineup. We've yeah. already watched a lot of weird shit. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. hard to like get this, get it down this year to, to what we want to do um but it, it's those- funny when you told me about the title i had to ask you like three times this week like, <laughs> wait 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 and i kept feeling weird i'm like am i hearing this right man yeah yeah well <laughs> that's because yeah. you don't yeah. expect the title of a movie a feature film to be called no Mini. no like it, it doesn't sound like it, it should be a movie but it it is I, I kept feeling dumb for asking but i'm like no that actually makes sense <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And if you're out there thinking it's about bestiality, maybe we'll get we'll get into it in a few well, minutes. But we're first we're gonna we're gonna go into some uh, home video headlines. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they started doing some live action comedy bits with Christopher Lloyd as Rick in Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, and, so good, so good. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, my thing is like it would be cool if they strung it together for like a 22 minute episode, but it's probably just a marketing ploy. However, I feel like they're gauging the audience's interest in a live action. Project or, or, or so, yeah, something, yeah. yeah, something. Um, well, I mean, because everybody assumes that you know Rick is partially based on Christopher Lloyd's character in Back to the Future, Doc I'm, Brown. I, I always thought that, I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not like you guys are on board, like I was gonna ask your opinions, but you guys kind of unanimously said at the same time, oh, that you're I, I, well, yeah, I'd be, I'd tune in. Well, they they definitely yeah. play around. I mean, they'll do anime episodes or like our five minute you know pieces, so why not do a 22 minute do an episode of live action Rick and Morty? I'll watch it. You know they're going to have a CGI one at some point, right? I mean, they haven't confirmed it, but I imagine they're going to be with the animation styles. Like they play around with the animation styles all the time, right? So yeah, yeah, that would be funny because they did that like on The Simpsons a long time ago, huh? Like the fake the 3D mapping that was really bad. So maybe they'll do something Uh, like that. Oh yeah. Um. And now, now for a total downer. I'm glad we started the show on such a high note because I always hate to do the. (laughs) in memoriam things for actors like yeah. there's a guy who got his breakout role in the wire whose name is michael k williams he's also in the night of which was a a, a crime uh, miniseries that's really good that i saw him in uh plays a support a lead supporting in that and then he was in boardwalk empire mm-hmm. as a black gangster named chalky white and he's well known for that if you watch like 1920s like mobster type dramas he's in that show Lovecraft Country. Uh, he was on recently. Yeah, he was in Lovecraft Country. He's also in um, When They See Us, which was about the Central Park Five. He played one of the dads. Um, he died suddenly. I guess like I don't even know there's a full story out yet on on what happened to him. Uh, but, uh, heroin overdose. Yeah, actually. from what they're saying. Right oh, at really? This point. Yeah, yeah. That's Dang. what I heard too. But they they said yeah, he was talking about his struggles about it with it. Um, it's just too bad. Like we just lost him. Like C- Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's like the great actors have to go by that. Unfortunately. Yeah, um, that's terrible. The yeah, highs border- are high and the lows are lows. That's how yeah, that goes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you mentioned Boardwalk Empire. That was the first thing I saw him on, and he's just like he—he he was always a great like second, second. Uh, I don't know, like the second guy or the guy in command um, in a show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't think he ever, like, was the main star. Did he have many lead roles or anything? Uh, he was just now starting to pop up in movies and stuff. Okay. So. He, he was, like, HBO's main guy for their shows. Like, he was, you know, like he said, Boardwalk Empire, The Wire, Lovecraft Country, like, um, he, The Night Of. He was, like, HBO's go-to guy for, like, gritty characters. Interesting. Um, okay. Um, no, he was a great actor. Like, he, he elevated anything he was in. He was not, not a shitty actor by any stretch. I think yeah. that's what it is. It's like, hey, you need somebody to deliver in this scene. Call him. Call right. Michael Williams, you know. Uh, mm. Anyway. Uh, also, we didn't report this last time, but while we recorded last week, like Ed Asner died recently, but he worked all the way up into his 90s. You know, yeah. going back early in his career was the Lou Grant show. He was Santa in the Elf movie with... Um, oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about he, that. He, he played the grumpy guy in Up. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, he had oh, he had yeah. several projects in 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 post. Yeah, you know he was so. a voice actor in his last year, like well for a year. I mean, believe it or not, the thing that I know Edward or um, the first thing I knew Ed Asner from was of all things that show Freakazoid. I think was the first time I heard his voice. Or oh yeah, he did a lot of voice yeah. acting, right? Yeah. Who who was um, he in up up again? He's like the I think he's the main guy, the grouchy. Yeah, Carl. Oh, main, really? Yeah. I just I just watched that. I didn't even know that. Okay, wow, that's cool. And then uh the other in memoriam situation is yeah, double A's gone, folks. Uh we can add him to our memoriam. He's probably <laughs> off doing some projects and recently during some planning before the show, he revealed to us his lifelong love of uh or undying love for the Twilight movie series. So, you know, maybe he's off uh, producing a Twilight podcast. Who knows? But best of luck to you, bud. He really likes that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's (laughs) a big fan. But speaking of undying love, uh, what we do in the shadows is back. They may have articulated probably the best reason to be a vampire, to drink blood and to have sex forever. Although, obviously, they use more colorful language on the show because they're (laughs) over there on Hulu double FX. You know, it has a second X for the kind of language they get to use. But maybe the F word makes it a better joke. I'm I'm not sure. Maybe that makes the punchline better. Um, that's a really good show, though, guys. It's like a yeah. mockumentary about vampires, and it's based mm-hmm. on the movie of the same name. But now they're in like their third season. Yeah, that's I've really only seen. Good. I've only seen the movie. I, the show. Oh. It's, it's tempting me. The show yeah, is great. Good. Is it? Uh, well, there's like two shows actually. I think I confess or confessed. Um, I brought uh, Welling- <laughs> Wellington Paranormal is <laughs> like a offshoot show that's on HBO Max, but it doesn't get it. It's not as popular because it's mainly um, from New Zealand. So people don't mm. aren't, aren't hip to the thick accents, I guess. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a fun show though. Both of them are, What we do in the shadows is great. Uh, <laughs> let's see what this movie's about in my interpretation. And I spliced it from Google and added my own little flavor on the end. Uh, after learning that they were adopted, misfit brothers, Elias uh, played by our man crush, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> Gabriel traveled to a remote island in an attempt to track down their biological father, who, spoiler alert, turns out to be the local Frank, Dr. Frankenstein, or Dr. Moreau, if you will. And I think Dave has some trivia on this. I saw his fact sheet. It was pretty hot. Yeah. Sizzling. Let's see what he's got for us tonight. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. So um, the director, Anders Thomas Jensen, uh, has written and directed all of his movies and has had Mad Mickelson in every one so far. Um, including last year's Writers of Justice, which I've heard things about, but I haven't seen. Um, he does have he does, however, have a new movie in production called The Monster of Florence, which does not have Mads listed as an actor, and it does not have him listed as a 
script writer. So we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Um, the sanatorium in the movie was actually one of uh, part of a major sanatorium um, of 60 buildings um, that even goes back to World War One. And Adolf Hitler actually stayed in one of those buildings at some point. Maybe that movie, the that building. Who knows? Um, so the actual one of the the funnier scenes in the movie, the animal plate scene, is actually based off of the director's actual kids and them fighting over plates at dinner every night. Um, <laughs> great, so, great scene. <laughs> um, director actually is an Academy Award winner, believe it or not. He won for a, his short film back in 1999. Uh, I'm just going to give you the English name because I'll probably screw the screw up the Danish uh, version, but it was called Election Night. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Uh, but he's he's mainly a Danish director, but he has done uh, he has had a few of his films made into um, American productions or uh, remakes, Brothers and After the Wedding. Um, and he was also one of four screenwriters on The Dark Tower that did terribly a few years ago. I was kind of surprised to see that. It's like a random credit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the the one with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Well, they were gonna. It was gonna be a All series right, yeah. first. Like oh, it was wow. gonna be like an HBO, Amazon, or whatever yeah. like big thing. Well, that's what they're uh, gonna do now because the movie failed so terribly. Wow. Yeah, um, it was a little weird. Yeah. I don't know if McConaughey can play a wizard. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's that was a weird it. movie. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty weird. It was not. But not this Elba, show, though, not good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Ildris Elba played the the gunslinger though. That was all right. That was a movie that had good elements, but overall it was just kind of bad. I heard, <laughs> See, it so, so, uh, I heard it was so bad I never gave it a chance. You didn't yeah. watch the Dark Tower movie? No, I, I heard oh, wow. so many bad things. I'm like, why waste my time, right? <laughs> You're kind of better for it. <laughs> yeah, probably save uh, so. <laughs> so I think we're on to favorite bits already, guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Nikki, why don't you kick us off? Uh, what's your favorite bit from Minute Chicken? I'll, I'll just go. I thought it was. I was laughing out loud when Matt. I, I, I mispronounced his name too. Mads Meadows or whatever his name goes up to the house and starts talking to the guys, and the guys come out and like throw like a trash can at him, then throw like a <laughs> hit him with a pipe, and then throw like a bull at him. And the guy in the in the BMW, I think it is, and he's like, "Oh, we got to go now. We got to go now." I just that, and then the whole fight scene. I just love <laughs> everything about that scene. I was cracking up, and the and the dinner scene is pretty good. Uh, well, son of a bitch, dude. You like? Oh, no, 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 no. And those are their to to like paint the picture. Those are their other brothers. They have a bunch of yeah, half brothers yeah, yeah. that come storming out of the house, and they all act what looks like either a frightened animal or a frightened child. And then, it's, as Nick says, they it's literally such a communicate. Good fight scene. They communicate, <laughs> yeah. but that's how they're communicating. They're yeah. communicating with violence, like how they feel. Yeah. Instead of saying, they don't know the words, so they're like literally acting out, right? So, right. And um, the character he's mentioning that Mads played is uh is the Eli character. The Elias mm. character, yeah, uh, the one of the two main brothers, anyway, that you follow in the yeah. movie. Um, well, Nick, you actually kind of took my scene, but I always have a backup. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, I go first, so it is hard. Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> fine. That's why I always have a backup. Um, actually, I I love this movie. Um, and uh, since you took that scene, I'll go with the the dinner scene between uh, Mads Mikkelsen and a woman in the very beginning, like. Mads Mikkelsen is not exactly known for comedy, and yet I love. Yeah, he's he's, he actually has a funny side. Like he always plays Mm. such stern characters, but it was kind of nice to see him be funny, um, and and really funny. Uh, But the scene (laughs) where he's uh, dating, uh, he's going on a first date with a psychotherapist, Mm. who also happens to be in a wheelchair. 
they they have some awkward exchange about that. But he's basically went on a date. She calls the shot. She's like, did you just go on a date with me to have a, a free session? He's like, no, how dare you? I couldn't. Why would I ever do that to and uh, cost the government? Blah, 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 blah. But he does use her for a three free therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Um, but his know, character I'm, has a prevalection. Like he has to, he like chronically masturbates everywhere he goes. You find out why later, but it's like a weird yeah. psychological thing that he does. The whole movie. He's like, what am I supposed to do, Gabriel? And then Gabriel's like, go behind the trees. Right. <laughs> like they, just, they all accept it. Yeah. 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 This is what he does. <laughs> but we find out there's a reason. That's what I love about the story is like, it's not just weird for the sake of being weird. Like, hey, let's throw this shit in there in this movie and make it really, it'll be really weird. Like the, everything that happens like has a reason. Yeah. Well, this movie, like it kept going in different directions and yet it felt natural every time. It didn't feel like, oh, you wrote yourself into a hole. It was like, no, it, it took these left turns, but it felt natural to the story. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I didn't expect it to become a science fiction movie. I didn't expect it to be a weird, you know. I didn't know what I was yeah. getting in for. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I well, that's and off I, when they get and into I the didn't know, And I didn't know where they were going. I, I, yeah. I, oh. But that's kind of what I love about watching foreign movies sometimes. I mean, I don't watch, uh, you know, I don't watch them all the time, but... They, they dare they to have, go where you don't normally go. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're not they're not bound by Hollywood uh, conventions, so they can't yeah. take. I mean, you know, they always have an A to B to C storyline, but like sometimes they'll take these left turns. And you're like, oh, but it feels right to the story. Can you imagine being in film school, writing this script, and t- turning it in, <laughs> and the teacher would be like, uh, uh what, what, what is this? Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, actually, I can go back to or that time. You, yeah, actually, this is what this I is, would turn in. This is what John would something in, Yeah, I would turn something in like this, and yeah. then Nick would pitch his story, and then like, so Nick, John pitches his story, dead silence, people call their mothers, you know, they leave the room, they have to call like, their parents afterwards, smoke cigarettes to get over it, about? right? Yeah. They gotta process it. And then, and then, uh, and then Nick I, I, I do the action or horror movie, and everyone's yeah, like, Yeah, yeah, oh, and people cool, clap cool. And yeah, yeah. right down the middle, they get it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just picture that scenario, you know, how it works. But, but, um, my favorite thing is like they when they go to the retirement home and they're picking up on the ladies, <laughs> yeah. and they all get assigned a different lady, and the ladies react to them, and they don't really care, and it's it's just really funny, and you know, the main guy who's been horny the whole movie tried to set it up, and then he doesn't get any action, and he's really frustrated, and I mean, should I should I spoil why they're weird? I mean, like why I mean, they're like what the whole Frankenstein genetic experiment stuff's I, all about, or like I, can you put in like show notes? Like, don't listen for a minute, or maybe I like mean, try to do it within a minute, or I don't know. Skip ahead <laughs> you, I yes, mean, it is kind of hard to yeah. tap dance around this movie without spoiling some stuff. I never knew about this movie until we watched. Well, I mean, there's a couple of clues. Like, they're playing with the plates at dinner and the who want, gets to eat off what plate. Like, each character has, like, a character tick that they do. Right. Like, um, one brother is deformed in the face and looks almost like a certain animal. The chickens on the farm, if you pay attention, have, like, legs that belong to different animals. Like, there's a rooster or a chicken that has hooves. Right. And there's another one that has, like, a human, almost like human-looking foot. And so, like, crazy stuff is happening. And also, there's five brothers, and none of them know who their mothers are. And they're wondering right. the whole movie, where are the mothers? And, like, as an audience member, because they ask the question so much, you start to wonder yourself. And you're like, yeah, what is going on here? They have, like, a famous father that lives on this island. But right. then there's no there's no supervision or whatever. And, like, they, they're clearly, like, not fully – they seem like 
there's something wrong with them mentally, right? <laughs> and, and yeah. like, they and, they look like there's something wrong with them mentally. Well, I mean, they yeah, look, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they've been clearly not introduced into normal society too, which is you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, but see, that's the, that's the genius thing about this movie, though, is it sets up all these things. Like, for example, you mentioned the dinner plate scene plays into something later on is a clue, but you don't know it's a clue at the time. Yeah. You don't um, know. There's, uh, there's all this stuff that's, it's, there's perfect. a lot of clues. And when they fit into, when they fit together, you go, Oh my gosh, right. that's what I was seeing. That's the whole time. really good. Yeah. But I mean, that's the genius of the movie is it, it gives all these clues, but it feel like you don't know you're watching a clue. You just think it's just an innocuous scene. And then it's only in reverse. You're like, Oh, Oh, that was really important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a yeah, good it's movie, a- folks. Uh, I, I think we could rate it pretty easily. I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and start, and then we'll go to Dave, yeah. and Nick will finish it off for us. Um, I say it's a, it's a binge now, and I accidentally found this movie because I've just been combing the internet for movies for to fit this month's you know theme, and uh, it's been really difficult. Other ones are d- disappointing because the weirdness has been out of like, left field sometimes just for like shock value. It doesn't really serve the story. This movie, it's odd. But it all serves the story, which makes it pretty good. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. Um, binge now. I I had no expectations for this movie, and this might be my favorite of the series. Although I really like Sister Brothers too. <laughs> um, yeah, it just it just goes. It doesn't follow any conventions, and it's all the better for it. I binge now. I will third that binge now for sure, and I didn't know what. I was going to be getting into and man was I blown away and I was grossed out. I laughed <laughs> like it had it all. Yeah, it did. It definitely has laugh out loud moments. I mean, the, the, your, your favorite bit, Nick was like what I was going to choose. Cause I was rolling laughing. It was just yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, but it has like serious moments of drama too. I mean, it just kind of yeah goes the gamut. Takes you everywhere. It's a roller coaster ride. Truly. <laughs> Speaking of roller coaster rides, we got a pretty uh, innocuous comment. Well, actually, this guy—I assume it's a dude because it's always dudes. Somebody who calls himself Bear Grin, with like a picture of like a gummy bear, posted a comment on Castbox and like responded to our episode. I guess when we were making jokes about bears and cubs a few okay. episodes ago. We oh wow! Like, Did we finally grow out of our cub stage? And oh, he, no. he put a comment on there. He goes, "Oh yes, boys." the Cubs are golden, something like that. I was like, oh, okay. We got somebody's attention with that nice. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's the fan service for this week. It was just a simple comment I wanted to share with everyone. Uh, yeah. Um, now we're on to staff picks, which is like if there's if you're not interested in the movie of the week or you're out there and you're a movie fan as well, you're, you are yourself a binger and you're looking for movies to watch, let's see what the guys can recommend this week. Uh, Nick, did you watch anything outside the show? Do you have time for anything else? I did. I tapped into uh, one of my Blu-rays this week, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> and wow, was that pretty wild. You can tell it was very influenced by Bram Stoker's Dracula at the time, but also Kenneth Branagh's crazy directing and visuals. And then, spoiler alert, Robert De Niro playing Frankenstein. <laughs> I mean, uh, Frankenstein's monster. It was, I, 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 I enjoyed I thought, it. I thought he got the copies of this movie destroyed or like he, it doesn't oh. assert, like... I got one. Guys. Isn't this the movie that Robert De Niro didn't want to like the Frankenstein movie he's in? He didn't want to circulate. 
they were no, spe- they like, were no special features on this on this Blu-ray, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, um, that I don't know. I mean, that was like during the '90s when they. Um, it seems like we, every 15 years we go through a cycle of like, all right, let's uh, redo all the classics because we had Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. This there was the, that mummy. Do- Mary Mary Riley's um, or oh, Mary yeah. Riley, which was like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde with um, John Malkovich and Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah. So and, and they were trying at that time to make Mick Garris or Clyde Barker's The Mummy. That's right. You that? Yeah, and then they decided to go with the Brandon Fraser style version. It's nah, no disrespect. I, I love yeah, that yeah. version. I love, I love that version too, but I would have loved to have seen a Clyde version. <laughs> right. Um, so I guess that's me now. Um, I'm going to add, you know, going on the weird track, I'm going to suggest a new show that's on Netflix. Um, it was all the rage for like a week or two and I think kind of died off, but, um, brand new cherry flavor. This, this show is awesome. It's uh it's only eight episodes. It's on Netflix. It's a limited series. So it's basically a, a long five hour movie. Um, mm-hmm. A girl in the 90s goes to Hollywood to direct a film, uh, doesn't get it, basically causes some voodoo on the producer. And um, this shit's weird. It, like, let me just say vomiting cats or kittens is a big theme throughout this show. Okay. <laughs> like, there's a lot of cats that are thrown up, and you'll understand when you see the show. Um, it, I don't know. It's just fun to go back to the 90s and just, like, uh, there's some real good practical gore effects. And it's just very odd. Um like if if you thought you would do anything to get your dream project done, I I don't know. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> use, use that voodoo, <laughs> right? Um, and Catherine Keener's in it. Plays a great like voodoo. I, I I say voodoo for lack of a better term, but like for okay. lack of a better, they're basically voodoo witch. Mm-hmm. Um, that may not be totally fair, but check it out. Brand new it's, cherry flavor. I think it's like Hollywood magic. It's just like a bunch of a bunch of things like smashed together. You know, she's like a witch. Right. I, mean, I don't think it's based on any particular religious system. I think it's just based on like everything we've seen in movies just kind of slapped together for their own magical uses, purposes, whatever, right. for how the witches operate in the show. But Would no, you say it's, it's like a like American Horror Story, how those witches are? Like, they just do whatever? Uh, I would say maybe just uh, maybe just by influence, but I don't know. They're, um, eh, I'll say yes just to move it along. The I guess. artwork <laughs> is just a giant toenail. It's like the witch's oh, crazy really? <laughs> claw-like feet or something. Yeah, like the posters and the little thumbnails, the screen grabs or whatever, or all this this nasty foot thing. I I haven't got you know it's funny like Netflix tailors the artwork they show to each person, so I don't know which ones they're giving you. <laughs> Do you watch a lot <laughs> of feet me the movies monster. on Netflix? <laughs> no, they're giving me all the monster footage. I guess <laughs> they give me all the grotesque things. <laughs> they know I've been typing weird into my search engine. Weird movies, gross movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. definitely weird, but it's a TV show. So yeah. yeah. Although I have made three jokes recently on this show about Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish, so maybe it's just like my phone is listening and tapping those keywords. <laughs> our, our phones are listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, whose turn is it? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> It's weird. It get to me faster these days. Okay, uh, what yeah. am I? What am I watching? Oh, I'm watching Ed TV where they make a reality show out of Matthew McConaughey, and oh. Woody Harrelson is the brother, and Jenny Elfman is the girlfriend. I um, haven't seen that since the theater. Does it hold up? I'm fascinated so yeah. far. It, it's a little uh, bit like Truman Show. It would be a good double yeah. feature. I don't know where we could fit it in. Maybe in February, but um, it definitely doesn't fit weird movies. It's not really that weird. Uh, and it's not a horror movie, but um, 
I'm watching that. I'm also stuck in the middle of the John Dillinger movie, which is like way too long, 152 minutes with Johnny Depp and oh, uh, Christian Bale. Where he, yeah, Public Enemies, where he's like playing the gangster John Dillinger. So, uh, yeah, I remember liking that, but that's that's a that's a Michael Mann movie. From yeah, what I remember, and it was oh shot- really. Yeah, yeah it's, very, I, it's very so far unlike his style. That's weird. I didn't, it, I didn't recognize it's that. It's very digital too, right? Like well, it's, it's the early digital. Yeah, it is yeah. because there was and one thing tell, that pissed right? me off. Like it, like Johnny Depp enters a bank they're robbing in Chicago, and then he goes to jump over a table, and his face is cropped onto the stuntman's body, and you can catch it. Right. I'm like, that's really awkward. Is that, oh, <laughs> yeah. That bad? yeah. The only <laughs> time I saw awkward face mapping was in the first. Um, Ghost Rider movie where they put Nicolas Cage's head on the motorcycle driver, but his yeah. head is too big, so he looks like a bobblehead, right? Riding, riding around on the motorcycle. Yeah. 90s yeah. and early 2000s effects, you know? Yeah. What can you do? <laughs> early CGI. But I, I wonder, yeah. like, why didn't Johnny just slide over the table himself? Like, I couldn't imagine that day where the guy's like, no, we're not going to let Johnny go over the table himself. We he can't. Yeah. We're not going to let him do that. I'm like, okay, is so it, then we're going to spend like three hundred thousand dollars to crop his face on somebody guys. else. <laughs> like, Get the stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then, can you imagine the Photoshop or After Effects bill on that? Like three hundred grand or something just to put his exactly. face on the other guy. <laughs> the budget find, of a small, the budget of like an independent feature, or whatever. I want to. I want to find that shot now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and so I've been in agony, like trying to figure out what to round the month off with, because I don't think we're going to see anything more weird than Men and Chicken and that has a good story. Like, because I've noticed a lot of movies have weird elements because they run it, they're running out of money or they're making slock in the first place. And so it's, it's like an accident that it's weird. It's not supposed yeah. to be weird. And they, they didn't intend it to be weird. Yeah. Like, like, ooh, bull, all his movies are weird. But he takes himself very seriously. He didn't intend any of his movies to be weird, but they just are fucking weird. He's just a bad filmmaker, and his shit is just bad. Weird. Yeah. Well, and, so, it, the the problem is, is like you know, we've been going back and forth. Is it's not hard to find a weird movie, but it is hard to find a weird, like he said, a weird movie with a story. Like I, yeah. I could I could list you fifty different weird movies if you just want weird shit across the screen. But does to make sense? That's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and also you have to listen to people talk about it on their show. Like, what makes a good podcast conversation out of these movies? You know, that's right. the other that's the other issue. Um, you know, and I I didn't totally ruin tonight's movie. I didn't actually say what was wrong with these people. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> like, we slipped ahead, right? I, yeah, I went around it, so ahead, that's yeah. good. Uh, yeah. They were growing up. Okay, um, hey, so hey, we're actually going to John. Do... What's coming next week? Yeah, exactly. Right? What is coming uh, next week, John? <laughs> I kind of stepped on your lead in. Sorry. Oh, no, no worries. <laughs> yeah. So, for, so what we're what we're gonna do is we're gonna do another watch party like we did for the Punisher, which actually seemed pretty popular. So it doesn't necessarily break the weird thing because I was thinking some people might actually consider these weird or have weird elements, but they're B movies. And um, I I had Dave do like a coin toss because I was gonna push this into that V VFW movie, which I recommend people watching. It's weird because it's it's gory and some of the characters have weird ticks, but it's not weird for any other reason. It's just really gory. And it reminds me of class of nineteen uh ninety-nine or nineteen eighty-four, one of those movies with the punk kids. Mm. Um you're talking about the robot one, class of ninety-nine with the Oh, robot 99 teacher. has the robots. No, so I'm talking about the, the one robot before, teachers. 80, I'm like, 84 or whatever. No, not like just the punk just the punk one. one. Uh, just that's the punk 84. One. Yeah, yeah, 84. Reminds I me love of that, that movie. movie. <laughs> and so VFW is good. You should watch it, folks. But we're not going to cover it. Not yet, anyway. We'll probably cover it at some point. And then the other little thing was like Nightcrawler. I love that movie. I'd love to go back to that. Because Riz Ahmed is a great actor. And Jake Gyllenhaal plays the 
weirdo that's filming all the crimes at night. Oh, and yeah. Becomes that's part of the story. That's and based on actual another, guys, yeah. He has another one called, like, Nocturnal Animals that's really good, where he's writing a story about some tragedy oh, yeah. in his life, and you don't know which version you're watching as the movie keeps unfolding. And then we covered Velvet Buzzsaw, like, a year or two ago, and that could also be in this lineup, but isn't. So we're going to, long story short, we're going to do a watch party with some horror comedies that the second movie actually parodies House on Haunted Hill and one of the best parts of the movie. And I think it has Bruce Campbell in the second one. But we're going to watch two movies. We're going to watch Waxworks 1 and Waxworks 2, Lost in Time. We're going to do a double feature. Oh, yeah. This will be good. They're B-movies. They're a little exploitive, especially the first one. And they play on, as Dave said earlier, I think you were the one saying that every fifth... Did you say... Who said a little while ago, every 10 years, they redo the Universal Monster movies? I think, uh, Dave yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. So Dave is right on the money for that because even this, these, these movies parody like popular movies at the time, like every, like the werewolf movies, the vampire stuff, <laughs> the mummy stuff is all included. Basically, the first movie is all the Universal Monsters, and the second movie is the stuff that comes later, but it also includes Frankenstein, but also parodies the alien movies. So. There's a lot to go around in, 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 in these I, movies. I've never so, seen the second, so I'm excited. And I haven't. You haven't seen, the seen first. Lost in Time? No, I, but I used to watch the first one all the time, so well, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. What I love is it continues the story. Like yeah. it's like a direct sequel, like Back to the Future. Like it starts where the other one ends and then goes from there. So. And well, I've never yeah, seen well. either one, so this is my excuse. Oh dang! Nice, right on. This will be fun. This will be real fun. So but after we find week, out who the director. Is. What? I'm sorry. I said after well, we find I know out who I the like director. The director. Well, he directed. Oh, yeah, you can uh, tell. You can tell. Uh, he directed yeah. Hellraiser three and um, oh, uh, Wax, Waxwork two, which we loved. So what is it, Anthony? I mean, uh, no, of course, Wax. I mean, Hickox. Um, Hickox, Warlock, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, he did Warlock two. So and Hellraiser three, I love. So yeah. So stay tuned for that. It's gonna be good. Kind of falling off the bricks there at the end, huh, Dave? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, John, this shot is amazing. You had me. I had to. I had to go watch it. Oh, Nick's looking something up on his phone. What do you got there? What is it? Found what? What is it? Look at Johnny oh, Depp. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> Daisy playing. Right. We were yeah. we were talking on the show about how they had to crop uh, Johnny Depp's face on a, a stuntman in this crime movie I was watching that I have already forgotten the name of. Dave knows the name of this one. Public Enemies. Public Enemies. Yeah, there, yeah. there it is. Uh, but it's actually a really beautiful shot. It's just like, mm. could he not do that? That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, get, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I only saw that once in the theaters, but that was um, you mentioned the DV like. That was back before they really perfected it when you could really jarringly see the but Mike, between Michael film Mann and was a guy who used it a lot because he did it in collateral yeah, but, and it, but it looked better in collateral. Have you guys noticed I, what happens I, to I like too. a practical effects movie that does things like another thing I was evaluating was we were gonna maybe watch space truckers. You can see the wires for all the outer space shots, like on the suits. Because oh. they take that movie and blow it up to you know high definition. Mm. And you can see it now. I'm like, well, that sucks. Well, <laughs> yeah. We've wires. already done Space Truckers, so, you know. Yeah. We did uh, no, Space Truckers? Yeah, with no. Dennis Hopper? 
Yeah, we never covered Space Truckers. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, we Stuart, did. It was just you Stuart and me. Gordon, right? Stuart yeah. Gordon did that? Well, we talked about Stuart Gordon movies because we covered from the beyond yeah. recently. I know, but I'm all I'm like ninety nine percent positive we did this episode on Space Truckers because I, I do remember, remember you guys it. talking about it. But I don't in know. fact, I had to watch it twice because it was so bad I kept falling asleep. <laughs> Space Truckers. 